You're listening to the Ball and Beats Podcast. another episode here at the ball and beats podcast how are we doing today lions fans out there spencer aaron alan christian we have david joining us as well oh, aaron, aaron, deci- <laughs> aaron decided to leave um but how are we decided doing? to leave like the packers in the fourth quarter i'm <laughs> uh, doing fine doing fine i'm good what are you doing doing well on this thursday evening slash afternoon nice, nice. I- i'm doing good you yeah. know the Thunder finally got back to their winning ways, which is why I'm wearing Thunder gear. Beat nice. the Nuggets last what night. Happened? Nice, nice, nice. They, uh, they, they beat the Nuggets how, again. How, how'd they get back to their winning ways? What happened in the game four? Oh, <laughs> uh, we lost to the Timberwolves. Nice. Oh, even worse. As I said, we got well, two. They're, hey, we, number one in the West right now. Actually, yeah, now that I... <laughs> real quick, before we talk about the NFL, the NBA is so weird this year because, like, the Warriors are bad. The Thunder are one of the best teams. The Timberwolves are one of the best teams. And then you obviously have the Celtics who are up there and the Bucks who was expected. The Sixers are up and down. Um, the Nuggets are good. It's just, it's been a weird NBA season. You got a lot of, I wouldn't say small market teams, but you have a lot of teams that have been bad for a while who are good now. I know. I can't wait for the playoffs to start. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. It'll be interesting. Cavaliers are doing good. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, I remember when Allen once said the Cavs weren't making the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen now. They beat us last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's probably not gonna happen. That was um, a bold take if I ever heard one. Um, hey, you won a bold take. But there, there is a lot to talk about today, gentlemen. We have to talk about the Pistons beating beating the Thunder. Obviously. Yeah, we have to talk. about... Imagine losing to a Cade Cunningham-less Pistons team. I can't, but I have to, I have to live through it, bro. Who, who is Peanut Gallery on the phone? Oh, yeah, for real. Peanut Gallery, David. Peanut Gallery, you? David. Bruh. Oh, he's, he's, this man is actually talking to somebody else. So saying. we'll just ignore the fact that he's even here. Okay, um, so he's muted for the rest of the episode. This man's muted for the rest of the episode. <laughs> David, you might as well just hang up. Oh, God. No, don't tell him that. He probably already will. But um, So we have some very, very important stuff to talk about today. And it's, it's actually probably the biggest news. But before we get into all of that, you know what you guys can do out there at home? What you can guys can go to ballandbeatshop.com. We have two brand ambassadors, former guests of the Ball and Beats podcast, Toledo star basketball players, Raheem Moss and Dante Maddox Jr. You can use Raheem Moss's custom discount code. It'll be all uppercase Moss, zero dollar sign, dollar sign for 15% off with a minimum purchase of $25 or Dante Maddox Jr.'s custom discount code, all uppercase as well, Dante21. Or 21% off your entire order. Again, you can go to ballandbeatshop.com and use both of those athletes' discount codes. And we support them. They support us. Lots of love for those guys for Toledo basketball. Go to ballandbeatshop.com. Great merch over there. But men's, men's we, need doing, to, we need to talk about this massive news. Men's team's doing pretty good. Dan Quinn has been hired by the Redskins. You know, yeah, Redskins. I mean, the football dude. team. Sorry. The football team. Commanders. Wait, oh, commanders. <laughs> Two incorrect names. I, I think going from 
you know, I don't understand the hire. I know they wanted to go get Ben Johnson, and shout out Ben Johnson. We're running it back next year. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's the news we need to talk about. Going from Ron Rivera to Dan Quinn seems like the same damn thing. It is. They both haven't won anything. Dan Quinn's made a Super Bowl because of Kyle Shanahan. Yep. That's the whole reason why. And he didn't even win because his team decided to just leave in the fourth quarter. They <laughs> yeah, legit well, left the stadium in the fourth quarter and let Tom Brady go up and down the field. So <laughs> it's yeah. okay. There's um we can talk about that later on about teams leaving in the fourth quarter. Next shall we t- talk about uh Super Bowl predictions? Yeah. Yes, we, we do. Next, yeah. right. and, you know what, and you know what those Super Bowl predictions remind me of? What's that? Teams that aren't in it. Oh, and, oh. Yeah, well, so we should get to the No, I think we should just talk import. about the two teams in the Super Bowl. You want to talk about the We could start with let's the two teams talk, in the Super Bowl. Let's just talk about the Super Bowl. So <laughs> yes. the Super Bowl that nobody wanted. No, Nobody wants this game. Everybody wants just them to go away. We're all hoping for C, an asteroid to strike Allegiant Stadium. And the Super Bowl just doesn't get played. Nobody wins. Uh, nobody loses, and uh, there's no Super Bowl winner because these teams suck. Um, the Chiefs real Super Bowl is actually in Cancun, Niners. by the way. Yeah, Ravens and, and Lions, Lions. Cancun. The, the Cancun Bowl. That's going to be a great matchup. Great matchup, um, as it was earlier this season between the Ravens and the Lions. <laughs> um, but um, the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, so I think we all thought Lamar Jackson was going to be the chosen one. And uh, once again... It's the Chiefs again, and I think it's fair to say officially now this Chiefs team is the Patriots. Yeah. Because they've made the AFC Championship game in the last six years. They've won four and lost two. They lost to Tom Brady, and they lost to Joe Burrow. They have two Super Bowl rings. Two Super Bowl rings, looking for their third. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is, is going to be going down as the best quarterback of all time when it's all said and done. That's my bull take. I think you can already say that. You can already, you can kind of argue take. it now. You, you can, can argue say, it now, but I think when it's happen. all said and done, he will get close to, if not, get Brady seven. Because this Chiefs team is a bunch of bums. <laughs> they are, tr- this offense is trash. The defense is good, but they're banged up. And the defense has, you know, had some injuries, but they have, you know, Legereus Sneed. They have Trent McDuffie. They have pieces, Chris Jones. This offense, besides Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes Isaiah. and a rookie wide receiver in Rashi Rice is trash. Honestly, I wouldn't and call Patrick and they took I wouldn't call, this team to I wouldn't call Pacheco trash. Pacheco's though. trash. He's not good. Yeah, he is. He's he's not bad. See, here's I wouldn't the thing. call him trash. I wouldn't call though, him trash. I'd just say the overall pieces around him are not great. Yeah. Like not great. Pacheco and Rice are young guys who can develop into him. Which they are in the yeah, process. Thanks, thanks a lot, Pacheco, for doing me nothing in fantasy this year. Yeah. That's why. That's why he said that's it. Yeah, that, that's all you're but saying. Legit, like once you say this Chiefs team is on paper not that great, this yeah. offense <laughs> no, but they have the best player in the planet. They have Patrick Mahomes. I didn't know they had Nick Chubb or Miles Garrett. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, Miles Garrett's pressures really helped them beat the Texans. This, uh, you know, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero sacks in what seven games. One so, sack and seven. One oh, sack. Right. Even, even better. Hutchinson had f- eight and four. Um, he still didn't have more, but that's okay. Um, yeah. Also, hor- horrible jersey combination. We've seen in the Super Bowl before, but yeah. Yeah. not ugly, ugly one. 
ugly one. Yeah, red on red isn't great. I like the contrast. I like different. You so know? we have Tom Brady 2.0 versus Anna Fry in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the Chiefs beat the the Ravens. The Ravens, I, I, I think it's safe to say Lamar Jackson's never going to win a big game in his life. What? I wouldn't say that. I will. I think because this no- was the best Ravens team. Probably this team would be up there with the Flacco team that won the Super Bowl. This can, defense was ruthless, and it this was. offense had pieces. Can we talk about, though, can we talk about how awful of a game plan it was? Yeah, yeah it was terrible. coordinator in particular. That um, game plan was... When you run the ball with the best running team six times with the running backs, Bro, I that don't ain't going to work. I don't when, know when your why game plan is to make Lamar plan. Jackson drop back, He's not a drop back Lamar's quarterback. Lamar's gonna throw it into triple coverage. You know, I will say Zay Flowers. Obviously, that whole that was a hell of a play by the Chiefs to knock that ball away, and obviously the reason why the game didn't go into overtime. But the Ravens had every opportunity to win this game, and they blew it every single time. You had Lamar throwing went, in a triple coverage. They went away from their strengths. Yes, yeah. and that's, they they played. In, the, they catered you know, into that Chiefs defense. You know, the same, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. Same thing the Lions did in the second half. They didn't go the run game. Their run game was dominant in the first half. They went away from it in the second. The, the Ravens, they have a really good run game. They are not a pass-heavy team. Lamar's not going to be making these Mahomes-esque throws. <laughs> no, that's no, not what at what they all. were trying to do, and I don't understand it at all because the Ravens, they were supposed to be the chosen one, man. Now we have to see Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, and you know if the Chiefs win, they're going to get married on the 50-yard line. <laughs> Wow, I got bro. I got my ring, Taylor. Now it's time for yours. Will you marry <laughs> All right, bro. Me? See, here, here's the thing, though. I, I, you know, people can say whatever they want about the Taylor Swift situation. She, I, I she saw herself said like. Go away with the camera. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't look. want all this attention herself. They're gonna She's put just, it on her. They are going to put it on her, and it's going to be covered. I don't know. Pro- it's not covered. a problem at all with Taylor Swift. She can enjoy her life. It's a problem with the network showing her every, you know. It's well, like, she, she's the one annoyed see. herself. It's not even yeah. like, you know, people can say whatever they want about it, but, like, I, I don't blame her by any stretch of the imagination for all the coverage of her or whatever, you know. Some people think it takes away from the on-the-field product and everything, but. That's what I mean. The NFL is also a business, you know. At the same time, they're meant to market. They made a lot of money because of Taylor Swift. They're gonna market ways to make money, and it's worked out for yeah. them, you know. So, so uh, people can say whatever they want about this uh, Swift. And I think situation. people, I think people are just also mainly hating because of the fact that it slowly is turning into the Patriots. That's what it is, because. You know, everyone hated the Patriots for always doing... The, the Patriots did the same thing, and everyone hated it. And now that the Chiefs are doing it, people yeah. are just going to hate it. So They they have become the Patriots. Yeah. Because when you... you for all be, of the regular season... When, when it's for all the regular season, you don't really look that good. And yet you still get there. Even with a average to good team that you have, that's just a testament to what you guys have built as a franchise. That's what it was with Tom Brady. You had these testament questions. Testament Oh, it's finally. That's a testament to Mahomes. Yeah. He is the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Is he the best yet? He still has to get some more accolades to get up there. But he's the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Four Super Bowl appearances in six seasons? That is Tom Brady-like. Yep. Yeah. So, he's been generational, and he's going to be one of those guys, you know, in the end who's going to be in the top, you know, three, he's gonna be, three he's quarterbacks top of three all quarterbacks time. three quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. yeah. And he might get over Brady. Brady I, think, I personally Mahomes. think... Prime Mahomes or Prime Brady, I'm taking Mahomes. Because the thing that Mahomes can do that Brady never had is Mahomes will kill you in the run game. He will find ways to get first downs when it seems all hope. Brady was a pocket passer. He was a little mo- he was a little mobile. 
Mahomes can run all over the place, and he always gets first downs. I he will always I, find a way. I think that has to do with like how the game is played today versus when it how it was like back. Yeah, then, fair well, enough. That's but, also true, but also still with his own personal skill set as a quarterback to still be as accurate and as great in the passing game to still have that threat. Uh, it's it's kind of rare. Sometimes you like you see with Lamar Jackson, you can say he's a run first kind of quarterback, or that's his best skill set. To um, Brady, pocket passer. Mahomes, it's it's almost off script. I think Mahomes is off. The, his best is off script. Yep. Yeah. Because he can make plays when things break down, the others can't. You never had to have a QB spy for Brady. You have to have a QB spy for Mahomes for any mobile quarterback. But you especially have to have one for Mahomes because he will kill you. And if he you, will, he will slice your defense. If you do, he'll kill you. If you don't, he'll kill you. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. But yeah. Um, yeah. But just en- en- enough of glazing Patrick Mahomes like everybody else on every other network does. Um, Let's get into the real game, shall we? Yeah. Let's get I think into... It's time. Uh, no, okay. we haven't talked okay. about the Niners yet. Fine, fine, we haven't fine. Talked yeah, we're going to talk yet. about Brock Purdy. We got to talk about Check the Master. I will say this. What's his lines beat? I will Lions say this. Lions lost. Lions lost. Like, Where did he come don't, from? Don't you have someone else to be talking to during the podcast, David? <laughs> yeah, your mom. Oh. Also, I just want to say I did predict the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, you did. But you. Hey, I just want to say I did say the 49ers would beat the Lions. He was the only one to say it. Congratulations. The only one in the world. Oh, it seems like you guys are sore losers. Bro, we're not. We'll get to that. Let's talk about the. Don't say anything, bro. (laughs) Like, chill. Don't matter. You don't got to. I already know. Okay. Go back to talking to someone else. Um, so I, I kind of like this. Yeah, okay. so the for the Niners game, I think it has to do with this, bruh. You got anything else to say? Yeah. He's gonna Maybe say later. something. Maybe later. Okay. All right. Let's you, get you, into you it. You get it all out now. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so for the Niners, I think that the main thing that I took away from the game, um, Kyle Shanahan has changed a lot. Um, he's known as being that choke artist and the guy that cannot make the plays, you know, draw up the plays when he needs to. And that offense could not, could not get off the field. And the second half, they stayed on the field. They made plays. The lions defense just didn't have an answer for them. And, you know, I'll give credit. Brock Purdy played a really, really good game. He only had that first a half interception. But other than that, he, you know, he, he's not known as a mobile quarterback. He had over 50 yards rushing. Yeah, like, I know. Like, and I was what, like, what, what, what are you, what are you going to do? And Christian McCaffrey was as advertised. You know, McCaffrey's McCaffrey. Um, Debo Samuel is as advertised. Yes. Brandon Ayuk with that absolutely insane catch that, you know, thanks a lot, Kendall. Vildor. Have fun in the XFL next year. Um, you fucking suck. Um, well then, tell us how you really. Feel oh, I will. That. I hope. I hope Kindle Vildor gets the on worst here. Quarterback he's the in the worst. League. He's terrible. He's so bad. He's so bad. Who names your kid Kindle? Who? What a mother? Book, a book reader. Yeah, they like they like books. What? Not like actual books, rather than like a iPad that's not actually an iPad. You know? Yeah. Like like, and his last name sounds like a Pokemon. Vildor. <laughs> It sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. He plays like a Pokemon, too. <laughs> what? what does that even mean? He can't catch them all. 
<laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> anyway, um, but congrats to the 49ers. Um, that was a hell of an NFC title game. We'll get to the Lions here. Shortly. It's okay. I can't wait for Quinion Mitchell to replace Bill Door. But yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> not, it's not going to happen. But um, in the Niners' defense, they were terrible in the first half. Lions, you know, kept going. I just want to know what killed them. I just want to know why did we go away from that game plan? We were doing so. It's the third quarter. That first dreaded third quarter, man. Dude, that was and so bad. I don't bad. understand it. Every fucking game. Is it was third so bad. It's like what do you this, mean it was so bad? It's like this team goes in the halftime and says, all right, we don't need to make any adjustments. It don't matter. They, they don't have an answer. Exactly. So let's, well, you know what we should do? Let's drive away from what we were doing and do something completely different to get ready for the Super Bowl. Hey, I got to say, I don't care. That first half was something special, man. That was and the greatest first half it was. in Lions yes, history. Yes, it was. They that first half was special. Niners. You know, that's why it makes me less and less confident I, I, that the 49ers I, I, I can think, actually win the Super Bowl. I think Detroit likes to think games last two quarters. I think they think they last two quarters. And, well, you know, some people were like, you know, congrats, Spencer, on your first Super Bowl appearance. Bye. Go, go, go fuck yourself. What? I what? hate you so much. I had to leave the let out. Hey, the all I'm going to say is that you're never going to be known. For a first half game, all right, you're just gonna be known had to as go. a game that you win, all right. David, David, hey, hey, David, you just had to leave at halftime. David, I will keep saying this forever and ever. You guys got blown the fuck out by a rookie quarterback in the first round with the supposed best defense of all time. Yeah. Hey, we didn't have hope though. Y'all didn't. Got what do you mean you didn't have hope? I heard Browns fans all talking to this shit like, ooh, the Texans. We beat them a few weeks ago. This Texans team is shit. They won three games last well, year. We, we beat, we beat Cleveland them Cleveland versus Stroud, everybody. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We beat them without CJ Stroud. We didn't play their quarterback. We played Chase Keenum. I hate played, that. I, that hate is that? such a piss poor excuse. We didn't see their quarterback. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, yeah, you, you know what? Like you don't watch <laughs> game film from the other games that you played hold on. in? Hold on. Can we just be quiet here for a hot second? David, you know what this sounds like? It sounds like some people who finally had hope, who lost it all, had their heart ripped out of their chest but no, in a second God. half, God. and they're so salty. God. They don't know how to take it. They thought they were finally making a Super Bowl, and what happens? It's just ripped out. Ripped out of their arms. All right, well, before, I, I, let's, I, let's I have Spencer speak first. So. They just think that they can. They just think that they're hot shit, man, and they're not. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the Browns are. The Browns, the Browns are never gonna make it, bro. I'm gonna be honest, bro. I know the Browns are never gonna make <laughs> then it. Then why the fuck are you talking if your team is dog shit? You can't talk if your team is terrible. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. You can. No, you can't. Can. That, that's a loser mentality. Wait, You're so being that... a Bears fan. That is a loser oh, mentality wait, so to talk shit if your team is allowed to talk then? Yes. Yeah. Okay, nah, sweet. Let's go. Your team has to win a playoff game this year to talk shit, and you got blown out. The Packers fan can talk. Uh, no, it don't matter. We will always talk shit. Yeah, because that's all you have. Because your team can't perform on Sunday. Someone's up a little salty here. I'm sorry. Everyone here who's listening to this Ball and Pete's podcast episode, let me just give you a quick disclaimer. Uh, this is, you know, it's just a little bit of explicit content today. So enjoy the ride of this very, very fun conversation. a little late. It's a little late. It's a little late for a disclaimer, but oh well. You need to like do a redo on the beginning. Be like, all right, attention. All right, so we're going to edit this out and post and then say this. Yeah. This episode of the Ball and Beats podcast 
has exclusive content, explicit content, exclusive all of the exclusive content. That's hey, yo. It's exclusive Bobby content. Plus? Okay, that's okay. That may be a different thing. We but... talking the Christian show? Oh, <laughs> right. The Christian after show? Oh, that sounds like fun. All right, so back on this awful performance from Detroit in the second D- half. D- Demo awful. plus. Oh, I like that. Oh, oh, only well, Demo. Before I have some fun. Actually, I, no, no, wait, 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 wait. No, it's... I'll relate. Um, I do know what it's like to lose NFC Championship games. I think I've seen six of them in my life so far. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It only gets worse. Because you can't so beat the 49ers. Be prepared. I mean, neither can you guys, so what? we're just in the same boat. I mean, well, maybe you guys would have won. Yeah, we could have played. You know, you, you you know, know we could have another whole we playoff game. We only sent out our kicker to try to kick a field goal. You <laughs> guys didn't. Our kicker sucks. I want you to know that. So does ours. Then don't embarrass your kicker and let him miss. That's what I think. He missed a 41-yard field goal. Mo- that mo- is true. Money badgers only money from inside the 30-yard line. So. I don't know where Andres Carlson's <laughs> money swear. from. I, don't. I swear. Dan Campbell only tried him out there if it was like fourth and ten. But because he sucks, they need to go get a kicker. I like. No, but I can we just trade for like McPherson? One objective nah, thing I do want to say though is like when Logan was making the joke about he like Lions thinks like Lions players thinks the games are two quarters. Ben Johnson, their offense did have a tendency this year to go off on a hot, crazy start and then would just die. Yep. Like they yeah, just we know it's, score and it's something they'll have to adjust in the offseason because yeah. Ben Johnson, you know, he was he should have gotten commanders. hired as a coach. Yeah, Still know and how. I, I think it has to do with the fact that Detroit is in their Super Bowl window. They can go win a Super Bowl. They this could. team is good enough to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, this team was good enough this year. They'll be good enough next year if they make the right moves, and the year after that. Don't worry. Because they have young players. All their all their keystone play all their key players are very young. They're hey, all in rookie. Like they're all right in now. rookie deals. Sounds like a Packers. Fan. No one's talking about the Packers right We're now. We're not bro. talking about the Packers. How does that sound like the Packers? Oh, it's because I we say that literally every single year. All your good players are older. Not this year. Jordan loves getting a deal. No this one cares season. about the Packers, bro. Jordan. No one cares about the Packers. <laughs> Thank you. David. It's the it's the youngest roster in the NFL. It doesn't they're, matter. They don't. Yeah. Yes, guys, because bro. Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed are cornerstone guys. They're system players that oh, play good this right. year. No, th- no Jaden Reed is cornerstone guy. We'll that see. guy's an actual dog. We'll see. He would have been a first round pick if he didn't go to Michigan State. Uh, I don't think that because he was in, he was the year Kenneth Walker. That was his yeah. And then he stayed the year after when they sucked. I think Jaden Reed's gonna be good. I don't know. It's it's all right. I, I think we're getting. But when I think of cornerstone guys for the Packers, I think of J- Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander's one of the best corners in the league. And he's, I, at some point, going to be due for an extension. Jordan Love's going to get an extension. That's going to cause you guys forty to $45 million a year. Um, yes, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, and the rest of your rookie receivers, they were good. I don't think they're superstars. But that's just my opinion. I think, like, Jaden Reed had a good year. Romeo Dobbs had an RA year. I think that they need another year before they become superstars. It's a lot what I saw with Anman Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown was a very good player his rookie year, and then he grew into a superstar. I can see that out of Jaden Reed. I can't see that out of anybody else in the Packers. That's my opinion. And you guys also need to address your offensive line. Yeah. Because I just I just I just have a feeling of a lot of uh a lot of redirecting instead of, you know. No, I'll talk about it. You got questions. You guys say no. Um our offensive line actually wasn't shit towards the end of the year. It actually wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'll give you. Tom was actually one of the 
was one of the best right tackle run blockers in the league. Rasheed Walker, who's a six-round rookie, which, honest guy, I thought we were going to have to draft a left tackle because Bakhtiari can't stay healthy. Apparently, he can pass block now, I guess. Apparently, it doesn't matter what round the Packers draft a lineman in. They're eventually going to be decent. I mean... I would still draft an offensive lineman. Oh, I still want one. I, honest to God, the Packers will draft one every single year. I don't I, think there's not going to be a draft where we don't. Honest to God, every yeah. team should also do that as well. Yeah, yeah I was going to say every no, Let's be real. Right. There, there's no reason why you don't draft an offensive lineman in one of the rounds. There's just not. Because you want you want to a team. You, that that's is the one, one possession you need that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the Browns. They were lucky they had it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, talking about the Lions now, they are built through their offensive line. Their offensive line is their best, their best piece in their entire Man, team. You still Ben Johnson in the second half. And is the whole re- I, why? Why? What What does offensive line have to do with playing? I don't know. I just thought they just... Huh. <laughs> I'm just having fun now. Let's get right. our next season. <laughs> yeah, hold on. So let's just get back on, you know, what really took place on Sunday uh, in that game. Uh, an all-time choke job. An all-time choke job. <laughs> While then... <laughs> What in God's name was that? That was something, David. It's, it's a, it's a, that, that's the sound of a lion choking. Wow. Okay. Thank you for that. That's a very descriptive. Jesus. Um, yeah, but uh, this is this is all you got to say about that game. You know. Oh, do you need to hear it again? I'm sorry. Just... Play it one more time. One more time. One more time after? All right, bet. One more time. One go around. You know, you know what that sound reminds me of? It reminds me of Deshaun Watson with the Browns. Sixty million dollars for a quarterback down the drain. What a fucking disgrace of a franchise that is. You know what? They think there's nothing yeah, okay, more of a disgrace. So, Hold on. There's right, nothing so more of a disgrace. Talk about the game. There's nothing yeah, because more that's what you want to talk about. Yeah. yeah you, want, you want me to talk about the game? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, let's get into the real. Right. The let's real talk game. about it. Let's talk about so it. let's talk about. So you know, it was conference champions. So, some of the Browns will never be because their team blows and they're in franchise. <laughs> is that, is that so? Yeah. When you hire Jim Schwartz, you will never win a big game. So I hope you have fun with that. I mean, Jim Schwartz won a Super Bowl with Philly, but okay, go for it. Yeah, but he wasn't really the big deal. Why Nick Foles and that Linsanity run was the big deal. Why he gave up thirty three points in the Super. So what you're saying is if Joe Flacco came in week 18, then the Linsanity run would have led us to Super Bowl. No, because that's the Linsan- what I'm hearing. a Linsanity that's run what only I'm lasts hearing. about two that's weeks. That's what I'm hearing. And it's that's the complete opposite side of the ball. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Joe anyway, Flacco was Last time anyway, I checked, anyway, he was a defensive coordinator. He didn't coach anyway, Joe Flacco. But just, also, just, Joe just Flacco was a bum your, in the end. No, just describe your despair, agony, sorrow, and pain and suffering. It's what Browns fans go through every year. You know, Just like you. It sucked. Just like you. We actually won a division unlike you guys. Just like you. Ravens on you guys, hope. Steelers on Y'all you guys, and the Bengals Y'all have made a Super Bowl had hope for, for the first time <laughs> since 1957. Congratulations. When was, when was your last division win? Exactly. When was the last division win? This guy's talking like his team's any good. In 1989. Hey, I'm a it's fan. hilarious. I'm a fan of football, so I can say whatever I want. I'm a fan of football. Oh, yeah. Let's, okay, so now he doesn't <laughs> want to be associated with being a Browns fan. No, I'm a Browns fan, but I'm also a fan of football. Okay, okay. all right, all right, all right. Let's, 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 let's get into the game. Let's talk about the game. So first half, like we said, couldn't have gone any better. Jameer Gibbs and Dave Montgomery. I mean, they were dominating. They were so good. They were so good in that first half. They were. The offensive. I'm going to have to because it was so good. They were really fantastic. Relax. Okay. (laughs) Relax. The offensive line was doing its job. Fantastic. Jared Goff was absolutely efficient. 
Yes, he was. He was making throws. There was a third and 12 and a third and 18 that he made throws on. And I they couldn't have played any better. In point. And the second half, and it just looked like the Lions weren't. The moment got to them. I think. Yeah, it I did think. Have. I think they went into halftime. I think that they expect. I think they. Ex, I think they got too comfortable. Because what I saw is they kind of laid back a little bit. They like, yes. okay, we have all the momentum. We're fine. They held the Niners to a field goal, and then you know they go down. The, they went right down the field again. They were at like the twenty-eight or twenty-five yard yes, line. Yes, they did on that fourth. That fourth and two. Didn't Josh Reynolds makes that throw? The Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Josh. Sorry, makes that catch. The Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they would have gone down and scored. One hundred percent. Yes, and this really Why proved they, that though? this was a massive momentum swing, losing that fourth down, and then the next play that helmet catch by Brandon Ayuk, which was absolutely crazy. Yeah, that was. Hey, I, I I I I can't say anything about that. That was a momentum shifter. That was a momentum shifter. It it was because after that the Niners go right down. They score. It, they were like like the five yard line. It was only like one or two plays, and then the next play, Jameer Gibbs fumbles the first play of the drive. Yeah. And after that, I'm like, okay. This is going to be a tough game. Yeah. Um, and the Niners went right down and scored. And this team just looked like they never got... It's something that I never saw with a Dan Campbell team. They look like they lost their their momentum. Yeah. The thing about Dan Campbell's teams, they never, they never lose it. They never lose like they're going to lose the game. They never feel like it. I feel like after the Niners scored there, they kind of... They gave up. It looked to me like the moment got too big for them. It looked to me like they weren't ready for that second half for the Niners to come back. And it looked like they had no answers. They looked like they yeah. went out of their element. The offense was t- the offense, you know, Josh Reynolds, you can say what you want about him. I know lions, everybody on Twitter was bashing this guy. He's been reliable all year, man. And that those were just two of this. That was like two of his only drops this season. Yes, I know. And they were in the biggest moment and it sucks, but lions fans going on saying this guy sucks. He doesn't man. He's been reliable. He's been 80. He's gotten 80 first downs for the Lions this year. 80. He's been reliable as ever. He had a great game against Tampa and against LA. This Lions team just looked like they weren't built for that moment. And they looked like they needed, I don't know. Like they just seemed like they were out of it. The second half came by. Once the Niners punched him, they didn't punch back. They looked like, and the thing about Dan Campbell teams, as you notice, they always punch back. Yeah. No matter what, when the Rams kept going down, kicking field goals, they punched back and they won the game. They made the first downs against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay kept fighting and fighting, and Dan and this team never lost their momentum. They kept going on offense. The offense lost all momentum in the third quarter, and that third quarter is one of the worst quarters of football I've ever seen. Ohio State, Toledo, Detroit, anything. I don't care. Any of my teams, that is the worst quarter of football. I, I saw I saw the Lions it was lose, a fourth, it was lose a fourth down and a drop. I saw a fumble, and then I saw the the 49ers tie the game eight minutes into the third quarter. Eight yes. minutes. That's, that's unheard 17-point deficit erased. Like that. Yes. And then the Niners had the ball coming out of the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter. The Lions never had the ball in the second half. They had the fourth quarter. You know, they had the fourth quarter where they only had two drives. They had the tut. They had a three and out and a touchdown drive, which didn't really matter because yeah, they, they were down by ten. It's like you know, you're basically you're lost. My biggest problem with this game, and everyone's gonna say what they want about Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's what he does is what he does. That's what got us there. Yeah, we have converted more fourth downs than anybody in the league. We're that's the reason why we won the division. That's the reason why we won two playoff games. 
we went, we converted on fourth downs in both LA to beat the Rams and then Tampa Bay to score two touchdowns. I just, I, and my biggest problem, and I'll, I, I'll let you talk. Dan, which got me really pissed off at the end is they ran on third and goal. Yes. With a minute left. Yes. And, and, and admitted I admitted that wasn't the right call. It wasn't. No. They should have passed again because they had all three of their timeouts. You get in San Francisco. They stopped San Francisco. Yeah. I think. And that's you know, my biggest takeaway from it is Dan Campbell's a great coach. I know everyone who's saying you want he should get fired. He's a terrible coach. They know nothing about the Lions. They know nothing about this team. This team will run through hell and back for this coach. And that's something I've never seen. Yeah. Out of Jim Schwartz, out of Caldwell, you know, Caldwell out of Ma- certainly <laughs> Matt Patricia. Damn, I don't, I don't even think they'd run through a wet paper bag for Matt Patricia. No. They, they wouldn't even. Totally, no, they should totally bring back Patricia. Absolutely He's not, not getting he, hired he, ever again. If he ever is in Detroit, it's on site. Everybody knows who he is and everybody hates him. It's on site. I hate that guy. I hate him more than any person because he ruined the Lions. Wow. Okay. He, sing, he did nothing. I was Name just, one oh. thing he did for the Lions. Set them so back. Anyway, let's Set talk them about back. something he, else. He came up with a, with a little <laughs> slogan called Dagger Time. It was I so know. fucking stupid. I know. But going back I, to the I, game. I, okay, okay. I, got, I got my own real yeah. two cents right here. And, you know, I, the reason why I think the Lions in the end ended up losing was this, uh, losing this game was because San Francisco uh, reported ineligible as a receiver. Oh, my gosh. All right, so back to what I was going to say. I do have one quick actual thing. Uh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'll let you go. After this. I do think it came down to experience. Yeah. I'll say that. No, it does because you think San Francisco was there the last two years. They lost both years. Yeah. And, you know, last year they lost Brock Purdy during the game, and then they they had no hope in winning that game. And the year before that was the Rams game where the Rams went to the Super Bowl. Then, And I think experience is a huge part in the NFL. Like the Chiefs, before they won the Super Bowl, they lost to Tom Brady in the AFC Championship. Right. I think experience does have a big thing to do with this, and I think that's going to drive this team next year. And that's also the same reason I think why Kansas City ended up, ended up getting the better hand over Baltimore was Lamar's first AFC championship yes. game as well. And I think that got to him. I think that really got the to pressure. him, and the pressure got to him because he knows how big it is. And I think the first half, the Lions played loose. They played like this was another game. Second half, they played like they had all the pressure in the entire world on them, and every move was just a thousands and hundreds of thousands of people were just staring at and I think that's what got to him. I think pressure got to them. I think the momentum swing from San Francisco got them. And give credit to the Niners. They fought back, and they, I mean, they absolutely killed the Lions in the second half. It's like they swatched swap bodies. Yeah, they, they did. Li- Because the Lions were dominating first half. Second half, it was all San Francisco. Yeah. In the entire second half, I'm like, okay. The Lions what's look, gonna happen? The Lions looked like the 49ers from the first half. They looked out of sorts. The offense was good for one drive, and then they killed all sense of momentum. The line, the and lines to me in that game, they that second half, they truly looked like the pressure got there because we were just talking about experience, yeah. And but the Lions, they the first half they played like they've been there every yeah. year, and and listen, I just hate that like, that momentum any, got any, swept away. Yeah, and any Lions fan that tells you that this was a failure of a season is not. It's a true not. Lions fan. Yeah, the team hasn't done anything in thirty years. They won a division. They won two playoff games. They were they were thirty minutes away from a Super Bowl. And they just didn't get it done. It sucked. It still hurts. It sucks. That is the worst loss I've ever experienced as a Lions fan. Just because of, it's not that they lost. The moment. It's how they lost. Yeah. It's that that was, and I I don't want to say this, that was an SOL moment. It was. That was something that the old Lions would do. 
And I don't think that this is going to – I think Dan Campbell, he's he's going to get this, these guys. I think they're going to get their momentum back next year. They will always fight for this coach, and they will always fight. You know, and that's something I will give credit for. Dan Campbell. It sucks like all hell. It, that After that loss. I feel better now that Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn are coming back. Yes. I'm not going to lie. That, that was the worst loss I've ever experienced. It was Ohio State and Georgia, and it, it got overtaken. That was terrible. Just a witness. And, and I, it the, was well, – it. They, the Niners slowly took the life out of the yeah. Lions and then grabbed it. In and the and I'll say this on a real note here. I think the reason why it probably does hurt even more is the fact that you had never been in this position before. Yep. You were finally, you felt the grasp of finally getting, almost getting there, finally getting that taste of getting into a Super Bowl, and it just, just got ripped happen. away. Got ripped yeah. away. I, and I, and I, I'll say this I, I'm, I would much rather know I'm bad. Then have to experience that. Honestly, I feel like I'd well, much well, rather you know. won't get there. So. Yeah, exactly. I'd much rather know that my team just can't reach there and then get close, but yet it's just taken away from yeah. me. I w- that's that's. I'll say this. That's the, the Browns experienced this in 2020. They didn't. I, I. They didn't make it to the title game. They were close. They, they were, were close. close in a good in a tough game with Kansas City. They, they always they, played them tough. They were right there with the Chiefs, and they probably should have won that game if it wasn't for the fumble out of the end zone. If it wasn't for Chad Henney coming into the game, um, they had every opportunity. Um, you could make it the same thing, but if it was the AFC Championship game, it would have had even more deeper meaning. Yes. That's and it, definitely, does, it has more deeper meaning because it was it was you were a win away from the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying the Lions or the Browns because I think the different the Lions are set up, and that's that that's why I'm not too bent over for it because you know they are set up for the future for multiple years of contention. I think the Browns with Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski at the helm have a base set. It's just certain things have to work out. Yes. And the Lions are going to have to dress kicker, corner, and the defensive line. You yes. need someone opposite of Hutch. You need someone opposite of Aleem McNeil. Because and you need someone that's not named Vildor. I am tired of seeing the secondary give up hundreds of yards to Nick fucking Mullins and random guys. I'm tired of seeing, of you know, Derek Barnes whipping on Dak Prescott and giving up a 96-yard touchdown uh, on, to the Cowboys. None. Yeah. It, it, it's and it's coaching, and I think and people will shit on Aaron Glenn. I think Aaron Glenn is a solid coordinator. I think he had terrible pieces in the secondary. His safeties are good. Melifon and Kirby Joseph are going to be fine. And I want C.J. Gardner Johnson out of Detroit. I am tired of him. He didn't do anything for this team. He may have won. I think what I name, like. I, I agree. I don't like C.J. Gardner Johnson. He waved he's not he, this he culture. You know, he doesn't fit in the team. He doesn't no, fit yeah, on the does. team. He's he doesn't perfect, fit on the culture. The no, no. And, like, what has he done? He had an interception that was basically gifted to him last week against Tampa Bay. He hasn't made any plays. Yeah, he th- talks all the time. I think I get, we'd be he, fine without him. Yeah, especially safety position. We are That's our best position in the def- in the yeah. defense is our safeties. Melifonwu, Kirby Joseph, and Brian Branch are going to be very good players. I think we need to address a corner. You need to figure out what the hell you're doing with Cam Sutton. He's either CB2 or he's out. <laughs> That's what and I'm you saying. need someone opposite of Hutchinson, and you need something opposite of Aline McNeil. I mean, I can, t- I, I I can tell you what corner you could get. The problem is I don't know if he'll even be able to make it to pick number 30 anymore. Yeah. Jalen Johnson. Or not. <laughs> That's Quin- what I want. Toledo's Quinion Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, if we that, want him, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to I, trade I, I, up I, I if we want him. I want to quickly him. talk about him. Just for like two minutes before we get a little back. Yeah, we're not done. We we can talk about Quinn Mitchell later. Fine, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You guys need to talk. I did my old rant. You guys talk. No, okay. My biggest thing is, I 
don't mind Dan Campbell being aggressive because that's what he's known for. The problem is that at some point, you need to be able to limit your aggressiveness because you have to start making the smarter decisions. Because there were some decisions throughout the year, I'm like, okay, that's fine. If you want to go for it, go for it. Great. You can do that. But then getting later into the season, there were just moments where you need to pick your spots for aggressiveness because you should go for the smarter play call. And I know our kicker isn't the best kicker, exactly. but I I would have rather seen an attempt. I, yeah, and I get tie, tie the game, too, to yes. tie the game in the NFC Championship. Yeah, I... I get that. It's, it's, it's not so much... And I do. I just think he should really limit it next year about how Thomas, aggressive. This is who he is. I yeah. know. I and know. The, the, yeah. This but team is going to stay aggressive that, on fourth that, down. That's a small nitpick for me. I don't think that, that, that's not the reason we lost the game. No, we, it's not the reason so why we lost. Factors, but but that's the biggest reason. Going back to what you were saying about how people were saying he should be fired. That's a lot of reasons I've been seeing was just over the over no, he's, aggressiveness. But he's, been, he's he's already you know up there with Wayne Font for the best head coach in the Lions of all time. Yeah. Like, it's, it, he's already Honestly, that didn't, that didn't take much. He's, he, well, no, it only took a playoff win and a division win, which for some teams, it gets, it comes every year. Yeah. Um, But I, the main thing for me is I only disagreed with one time Dan Campbell went for it on fourth down the season. It was a Dallas game. Oh, yeah. When it was, when you're oh, at the, yes. when you're at the seven yard line yeah. and it was a two point, take, just take the extra yeah. load overtime. Like, that's, that's a little too much. Especially, okay. Yeah. That whole ineligible thing wouldn't even have happened if no. he would have just, we had three tries at that Sucks point. Suck, so, fans, we've been in the conference title game before you have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, that one I hated the most because when it got to that point, I was like, at this point, just really just kick the field goal. Because you're you're clearly not, it's not gonna you happen. You give it a shot. I I I can see why he did it. It's the first time I can especially see why he did it. Yeah. Yes. If you get that catch, you can go for the kill shot. You yeah. can go score score a touchdown. The game's oh, out of yeah. hand. You're up 18 points, or that that no would have been 21 at the time. But it, Christian, I want to know what yeah. what's your thoughts? Because I mean, Spencer, you, you in terms of the game, I mean, you pretty much said it. Everything went right in the first in the first half, and everything went wrong in the second half. Like you, you detailed all 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 the different plays. It, yeah, I mean that's the tale of the game for me, and um, yeah, it, it was heartbreaking. It was tough. It, I, I remember like especially those plays where Purdy was just running all over oh the lines. Just that, the that, that made me mad the most because he's not a running quarterback. Especially the play you mentioned where, like, he almost got sacked and then he threw to Kyle Juszczyk on the, the sideline. Yeah. That was a horrible, horrible play. Um, yeah, just a, a, an utterly devastating loss. And, I mean, like you said, I, 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 think, I think that we will have a chance to come back. But, again, like... I was watching the press conference when Dan Campbell was like, you'll never know when you're going to be back here. Like that, that hit me. It's like, fair. I mean, it is fair. You never know when you get back, but I think that with this team, they can, if they have I, make adjustments. They have the talent. I think yeah. it would Especially be, with Ben be Johnson. Soon. And it, back. it proved to me, this team was good enough to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. To if me, they, because they should have beaten San Francisco. And then you go onto the field with Kansas city, you beat them once this year. You don't know what's going to happen the second time. Yeah. My I, thing with the lines, I think, I, I get what Dan Campbell was saying, but I would I would just strongly disagree. I just think it'll be a lot sooner than later. 
for the yeah, Lions. Hopefully. Yeah, and like I said, I you, mean, got ben, hopefully, you got Ben Johnson just, coming back. You got Aaron Glenn coming back. There's, you're going to get a new kicker, yeah, new I, better, I, and a corner I, and a defensive end. I think there's je- legitimately no reason why we shouldn't be better than we were last this yeah, year. I think we will be better. Next year. I think this team will be a lot better next season. You know, you figure out what you're going to do on the offensive line. Jonah Jackson and Graham Glass now are free agents. You got to bring one of those guys back, if yes. not both. You got to get someone on opposite of Ed, uh, you know, one person on the defensive line at least. Yeah. Yes. And then you got to get a corner. I think whether Edge, that's drafting, whether that's signing, I don't care. You need to go get somebody. Everyone, everyone trashes on our secondary. I think pass rush has a lot to do with why these yeah. guys are running wide open. If you don't have a pass rush and you expect your yeah. corners to just cover these guys for like five seconds, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You, yeah. need, you need pass rush on both sides of the field. Because it, it, it can't just be Aiden Hutchinson every play. Doing no, and that's, and that's the problem is they it's, relied on Hutchinson to make every yeah. play. And he did sometimes. He had, you know, 11 and a half sacks this year. He had, what, two in the playoffs? We had 13 and a half, 14 sacks this year. Made a lot of improvements. He'll get better next year if they put someone opposite exactly. of him. I would love for this team to go get Brian Burns. I would love for this team to go get Josh Allen. There's the, it's going to take some money, but they have the cap space. And then you go draft a Quinion Mitchell. You go draft a Kool-Aid McKinstry. You go get a young corner, and you revamp this defense, and you get better for next year. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I'm going to go as far as to uh, do an early prediction for next season. The Lions are going to win the Super Bowl next year. I'm going to guarantee it right here. All right. Um, I will gonna say, they're going to beat the Cleveland Browns. Exactly. They are going to beat the Cleveland Browns somehow with Bro. uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson taking them to the Super Bowl. The Browns are wanna, gonna, the Browns are barely going to sniff the playoffs. Okay. I want to uh, talk about a little bit of what Christian said here because you said it was a very heartbreaking game, right? Uh, you know what's even more heartbreaking Shut up. than a Detroit Lions Shut up loss going to the Shut Super Bowl? Up. All these people out here who are listening who have not gotten Ball and Beats merch yet. <laughs> you can go to ballandbeatshop.com and you can use Raheem Moss's custom discount code Moss Zero Dollar Sign Dollar Sign for fifteen percent off with a minimum purchase of twenty five. I'm going to repeat that since people are talking. You can go to ballandbeatshop.com and you can use Raheem Moss's custom discount code, everything uppercase Moss Zero Dollar Sign Dollar Sign for fifteen percent off with a minimum purchase of twenty five dollars at Ball and Beats. That is ball and beats with a Z shop.com. All right. Time to, yeah. Real quickly. Cause I mentioned to it to you before the podcast. Yeah. I said, this was the most devastating loss I've had as a fan of any of my teams. What is your most devastating loss <laughs> as your teams? And oh. it can be a top three. It can be one. Just name a moment that left you sitting on the couch, staring into the abyss for at least an hour. No, this is the easiest one. It's the 2015 NFC Championship game for the Packers and Seahawks. I mean, yeah. it is my worst favorite. It's it's the worst loss I've ever had as a Packers fan. Honest to God. And there aren't many of them. <laughs> it's because there's other Privilege. NFC Championship games where it's kind of like, okay, I'm still upset that we lost, but at the same time, Okay, that team's just better than us because Aaron Rodgers just somehow got us there. But no, that that was the year where it's like, no, we should have been beat Seattle and we should have played the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Easily my worst. Logan. There's two that come to mind. There's two that easily come to mind. First one would have to be. <laughs> What's so funny over there? <laughs> <laughs> Nigel, Nigel, go ahead and just go ahead, bro. Oh. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so two to come to mind. The first one, 
Cleveland, Pittsburgh, 2017-18 season. Fourth and two. Browns are 0-15. Pass really? straight through Corey Coleman's hands. <laughs> and it seals a winless <laughs> season. Really? I mean, when you're the Browns, like you don't have many like high stakes. You games. don't have I guess. But, but the fact that you can't win one within a season and we all was old enough to witness it not at not real young like some lions fans here who didn't necessarily see Owen 16 season or have a real I've recollection seen this team multiple years win three two games but when but the difference is when you don't get one and when the one game you do win the previous year you don't even watch it when you don't actually get to witness a Chargers win for two years when you don't get the chance to witness a win in two years Specifically for one whole season, not a single one. That's heartbreaking as fuck. But there's one that's even worse than that. And this one just happened recently. I think I know which one it is. And it's got to be, I will say, the game after fixed it. But it has to be game six, Eastern Conference Finals against uh, Miami Heat against Boston Celtics. It has to be that game because... Not the one I was thinking of. It, it has to be that. Is that the Derek White... That is the Derek White tip in. Like it has like, like less than a second. Point one. Yep. Point one on the clock. <laughs> the reason why is because I was cheering for a solid two minutes that we won. <laughs> After. Before I realized that they were reviewing it and realized that, oh. Uh, it went in. It went in. After being up 3-0. Yep. And then you go tied 3-3. You think the worst because no one's ever come back in NBA history from a 3-0 deficit. It's never happened. I remember those posts in the group chat. You didn't want to talk to anybody. I was the most pissed I have ever been for any game, for any fan base, any team I like. I've seen some Ohio State games pissed me off. See, that that Georgia game's up there. Georgia game was up there. This one was different because of the fact that I was cheering the fact that we won. I already had it in my mind we were making the NBA Finals. And it was taken away. Now, granted, we had the GOAT, the greatest player of all time, Caleb Martin, Game 7 happened, but and got us there. But at the end, that one has to be the top because of the pure, like, 180 of emotion. That has to be number one. I get that. Christian? I mean, other than the... I, yeah, obviously the Lions it's, one. Is there another one? Yeah, I mean, it's pick me with the Lions. It is pick me for Browns, but that's, that has to be the number one. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't have time to go through my I, Lions I, I've ones. got a game for both of them that they haven't said, though, that I could answer for them. The Justin, ha- you talking about the Justin Tucker, Baltimore, 66-yard field that goal? That one's time the, well, yeah. I, I, I don't want you to say anything, though, because you might say what I'm thinking, the, so I don't want you to. Okay, so I'm not going to say it. Unless it, I think I know where you're going. Because I, I have two. I've got a kind of obscure one that I don't know if a lot of people like share this opinion, but the 2017 Falcons regular season game yep. the, with the up. with the um who was it Golden Tate or Marvin Jones? The one yard line. Yeah. And the ten second, second runoff. ten second runoff. Yeah. That was that was crazy. That was unbelievable. The fact that they called that back in. The emotion from Ford Field yeah. after that happened was absolutely devastating. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, you know, the Cowboys game, you know, Hitchens and Pettigrew, you know, <laughs> everybody knows what yeah. happened. They the Packers, the, Hail Mary. The Packers, Fail Mary. Well, that wasn't a Fail Mary, but it should have been because that wasn't a face mask. Um, there's so many games you could choose from. And, I, you know, obviously some people say the, the Justin Tucker game 
three, you know, the longest field goal in history. I that one <laughs> shouldn't even have happened. That one shouldn't. You just got to tap your cap. <laughs> yeah, like what the hell are you gonna do? And it's just, you know, it should have been a seventy yarder, but you know, for and a dark, a dark, a dark, a dark horse for me that really ruined my holiday was the game last year against Carolina. That game oh, where we yeah. gave up oh over gosh. 250 yards to Dante Foreman and Shuba oh, yeah. Hubbard, <laughs> where it was a blowout by the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, and that's that the bad. game that kept us out of the playoffs. That's yeah, right. that was bad. It hurt. That was yeah. later on in the season, right? Yeah, yeah it was like week 16 because it yeah. was because then they played the Bears and the Packers, but they yeah. got blown out, and that was the reason why they lost yeah. the playoffs. But my my first one. Obviously, big Thunder fan over here. My first one is the 2014 Western Conference Finals against San Antonio. Yeah, that's not 16, huh? 16 hurt even more. When you more. blew a 3-1 lead to 73-9 Warriors? I guess we got three. That's up there. But Don't worry. We got you. We, we covered you guys in the finals for you. But that, I, think I, I think I know his main one. But say. the main one I am going to say, it's the one every vein... Of Michigan fans' existence. Oh, yeah. The blocked punt. I had to witness that. I wanted to cry. Whoa, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. See, ten, ten, see, no. no Jalen, Jalen Watts Jackson, Jaylen you have a Watts spot of every Jackson. Columbus bar. And he scores at the end of the game. Seconds left in yeah. the fourth quarter. It wasn't even a blocked punt. It was a, whoa, there's trouble with the snap. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. The punter got hit after And then he bobbling. decided to pitch it to him. Yeah, yeah literally. He just gave it away to him. See, see no. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's, let's, let's be one. honest, though. Well, I'll say this. I wanted to cry. The difference between the Michigan fan here is that this man was actually in attendance at that game. Really? Yes. That's tough. That was Harbaugh's first year, wasn't it? Yes. I bet you could hear a pin drop in Ann Arbor. The entire rest I of bet, the night. I bet you could hear the words of the Michigan State. I bet you could hear Jim Harbaugh saying, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad. The other, yeah. the other Michigan one would be the 2016 Ohio State. Oh, we don't really need to talk about that one. JT was not short. He definitely wasn't short, but y'all can say that all you want. And uh, we can make the argument. Well, we can make the argument that their one touchdown that would have gave them the uh, win this year, technically numbers wise, was an interception. But that's okay. So real quick before we move on, this is a little older, but you know. Being a fan of the Tigers, the 2012 World Series. We don't need to talk about that. that. We don't need to talk about and that. Something that not anybody has ever talked. Well, only a few Tigers. I don't want to talk about that. 20, 2016, game 162. It was against the Atlanta Braves. Oh, The my Tigers gosh. win and they're in. They lost to the worst team in baseball to get put out of the playoffs. And it was absolutely heartbreaking because... They had a lot. I mean, they could have made some noise. They were older, but they could have made some noise. The 2012 World Series was over before it started. You know. Yeah, that was. You bad. could not stop that the Giants bad. on an even year because they won in 10, 12, and 14. But that year, that Braves team was awful. Freddie Freeman was the only player in that team, and they lost to him. I remember <laughs> watching that game. It was heartbreaking. But David, you got any bad sports? You know, any bad sports history? Uh yeah, I actually do. Um, I don't know. Uh, you guys just don't watch soccer, though. I, I do. Know, uh, me me and Alan both watch soccer. So, so do I. Okay, so do you know that penalty miss versus Chelsea with Messi? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, it was like it was like 2-1 and they went uh, uh he got a awarded like a penalty, I know. And it was his time to go into like the final cuz he needed a score and homie just hit the bar. I yep. remember, I I remember yep. that actually. I remember that. Or or it could be where he was uh he lost the World Cup. Oh, to um, Germany. He, oh yeah. Yeah, and he got handed the golden ball as a consolidation. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Hey, he got the last laugh though this past the World Cup, so. Yeah, that's right. So at least he made up for it. Yeah, because Germany was in, in the crap. best in the best World Cup game of all time as well. I must say that was that was one of my favorites. I, that, bro, I, I was out of my seat watching that game. I bro. was too. I was like, "What oh. is happening?" I, that was for people who aren't soccer fans. That was maybe one of the best sports moments, honestly. Uh, just in overall game. I mean, what happened? Argentina up 2-0 early, and then really the last 10 minutes, Kylian Mbappe himself got France right back in it. Uh, it was basically the old versus the new. I think we almost, again. And I think we almost turned get, Spencer into a soccer fan off of that. Yeah, I, I watched it. That was a hell of a uh, game. Dude, that was a great game. Dude, it was such a good game. It was on my birthday, and I'm so glad that Messi won I know like France fans that were cheering for Messi just because mm-hmm. it's, he's never won it. And he, for this generation, I mean, he's this generation's Pele. I mean, and to be honest, you could say, you could make the argument that maybe he is the best soccer player of all time or football. Player, oh, yeah. if you want to say it, but, um, I try not to get he into is, that argument because, is, you know, yeah. people will bring up the thing is there's too many people from too many generations, you know, but at least, He's the most talented person. And then you can't generation. bring up Messi without bringing up Ronaldo. You he can't, just... but Messi has the upper hand. Yeah. I was a Ronaldo guy myself until yeah. this past World Series. Ronaldo, World Series Ronaldo can't really compare. I mean, he's a good player, but, like, I think he's just overall the better player. He's also a bigger diva. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and Ronaldo, if you're I listening, I mean say, that. With, you know, I, all I sincerity. I would always say that when you're, when you're a smaller person in soccer, you're always going to be better than uh, a taller person like Ronaldo, dude. Like, Messi can run around circles around Ronaldo. That is true. Too bad we couldn't see them play today. Uh, both of their teams faced each other today, and they weren't even in the rotation. Bruh. <laughs> and uh, Ronaldo's team actually kicked in in Miami's butt, 6-0. to zero. So... Oh, actually? Yeah. I hear that. Yeah, yeah, both their teams played each other, but they both weren't in the lineup. So they didn't get to face each other. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, and then, well, I just have one more piece of news before we continue on with whatever we were going to talk about. Um, it's official for the first time in a long time. Now, driver movement happens all the time in F1. We've never talked about F1 on this podcast. But this this one's important, though, because most people who don't even watch F1 know who this is. Sir Lewis Hamilton. Six-time F1 champion, going for his seventh, is is going to leave Mercedes Mercedes to go to a different team, going to Ferrari. Yep. And the thing about this... Oh, my gosh. I got to clear my throat. Sorry. Um... The biggest thing about this... You're clearing it for Sir Lewis Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. All right, bro. No, it's just, it's just big news because obviously driver movement happens all the time. No one cares. But when it's someone like Lewis Hamilton, who's been there since 2013, it's just big news. And he, he's the one who wanted to opt out, too. He 
activated his release clause off his contract. So it's him who wants to move. So it's official. Mercedes, they did release a statement today saying it is official. So in 2025, he will be rocking red and driving a Ferrari. That is a a huge gift for Ferrari, and that's something we've yeah. never we've never talked about. I before. I just nope. felt like that was like a big thing, though. Oh, it's yeah, that's, it's big, especially since it's been Mercedes for a decade now. Yeah. While we're talking about um things we never talked about, let's talk about Tottenham Hotspurs getting a win over Brentford. Yes, last sir. Night. The fact that they actually win is insane. Let's go. <laughs> you know? uh, we need to start talking soccer again. We we do. It's been a long time, man. I, I miss me some soccer. Miss me some soccer, man. You know, maybe we should uh, get some Toledo soccer players on the podcast so we can talk about some soccer. Maybe they can get their custom discounts, uh, discount codes. <laughs> maybe over they can at go to the ballandbeachop.com where they can use exactly. uh, Dante's Dante and, and, and Dante and Raheem's uh, this code, discount yeah. code, and they can come on here and, you know, maybe they can also get their own custom discount code. Yeah, get some soccer players. And just a quick reminder as well for you guys out there, you can go to ballandbeachop.com. <laughs> Shame get, plug. Get, get, <laughs> use, <laughs> use Dante <laughs> Maddox Jr.'s custom discount code, Dante21. Again, all uppercase. Right. Dante twenty one for twenty one percent off your entire order at fallenbeatshop.com. Now, Christian and David, what do we have in the music uh, slash entertainment realm? Um, well, I will say Universal Music Group had mm. uh, a controversy with TikTok. Um, they just couldn't see eye to eye with the contract, and now all the artists that are part of Universal Music Group are being pulled away from TikTok with their music. Yeah. Um, this is the kind end of a big TikTok. deal because... It is the um, end of TikTok. It yeah, is. it is the end of TikTok. It's kind of a big deal. But I will say that it closes a lot of doors for the app, but I think it opens up a few more. It opens them up um, for all, a lot of underground people to get an yeah, opportunity. Yeah, because yeah, you know, the, underground, the underground scene doesn't ever, you know see like mainstream at all unless you know if you're very 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 famous from there but a lot of the times i think it's easier for them to go on tiktok now because soundcloud um was a really big thing but now i feel like soundcloud is like done with and now tiktok is kind of like the new soundcloud um but it is sad to see that you know they just couldn't see eye to eye and now all your favorite artists like drake Taylor swift and like SZA. And the weekend and all of them just aren't going to be on TikTok anymore. Um, they kind of blame like AI for it because TikTok is letting AI also run the music scene, um, and I guess there's just no way to stop AI from it. And it's kind of sad to to hear about that because like TikTok was a great app, and now I think it's going to be done for within the, like the next two years or so. Yeah, um, maybe so. <laughs> I said maybe so. This could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe yeah. the start of a new app, BNB. And <laughs> uh, yeah, or, or or maybe something greater. You know, you never know. BNB reels. But uh, IG reels, YouTube Shorts. That's massive, probably going to take a big every, boom for them. Yeah, I was going to say every major but, social media uh, platform has a form of TikTok. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's actually because everybody would you know promote each other, and it would just blow up within like a few days or seconds. But, uh, so that's that. And then I know Fabio Foreign is dropping on February 9th. Hey. Massive news. Massive news. Hey, yes. if, you, yes. if you mess with Brooklyn hey. Drill, it's all right. Fabio's hey, one I'm of the... I'm not going to lie. I saw, something, I saw something online, and he was just, like, tell, uh, talking about Kanye and the fact that Kanye just hasn't been dropping or he keeps pushing his dates back. He kind of shed light onto that, saying that he would never, you know, push his dates back until he's dropping. 
the same time as Kanye dropping on February 9th and Usher dropping on February 9th uh, before the Super Bowl for his halftime performance. And you know who's also performing on the Super Bowl as an alternate? Who's that? Don't know. Oh, yes. Yes, on, sir. On Nickelodeon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's That's sweet victory. Yeah, but if you want to watch an alternative, just go to the Nickelodeon for a Sweet Victory by SpongeBob. That's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, Usher who? Yeah, exactly. SpongeBob. Bro, I mean, y'all don't even know about Usher, bro. I do, though. But, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely do. <laughs> I do, though. <laughs> but uh, in other news as well, like the Bob Marley one uh, movie is coming out on uh, February 14th. Um, Shed some light on a great artist, you know? I'm not going to lie. I really want to see that movie badly. Uh, Me too. I have Bob Marley oh, yeah. A, I think Bob Marley is a top 10 artist in the history of music. I, I, I'll be sad. So I influential. His, his, very influential. A lot of his storytelling is fantastic. Uh, just the, the reggae. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just very calming music and it's, it's very, very thoughtful and very, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Sure. I mean, I think, I think it would be a good introduction on for people that don't know who Bob Marley really is. Um, he kind of left the world a little early and not a lot of people these days know who Bob Marley even is. They just, they just kind of, you know, they don't necessarily know, you know, like the culture that that built, you know? And they, they kind of make fun of that culture a little bit. And yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Uh, Shout out to Dreadlock Rasta, you know, Bob Marley, rest in peace. I think think he's going to be a good one, man. But um, I heard uh, also that Soldier Boy is dropping. (laughs) <laughs> we are grasping for straws right now. <laughs> Two th- this is not 2007. I do. Well, Soldier Boy told him. <laughs> I do. It, it, uh, so it's Soldier Boy. Tell him. <laughs> I do. Hey, have, I have one piece of music news. Oh yeah. Um. What is it? Young Nudie? No, I'm, I'm actually I'm a schoolboy schoolboy Q fan. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's dropping. <laughs> Pause. <Well>, what? <laughs> It's not studio or that part, is it? No. <laughs> He's dropping. It's not a remix of either of those, right? No, it's like it's new music coming out March first. Rare, rare Schoolboy Q fan. March first. Hey, we should bring Schoolboy Q on um, the podcast. So we he deleted everything off his ex- Instagram except for the promo for this new song. Oh so, boy. So oh, I want. I do want to get your guys' opinion on something, though. All right. Um. What do you guys think about the Megan Thee Stallion and Megan Thee Stallion? Okay, let's be for real here. Um, that diss track? Megan Thee Stallion cleared Nicki Minaj in the diss track. Uh, Nicki just bro, can't do diss tracks. Hours, she cannot she ate do all up in her, bro. <laughs> she did what? Ate up all in her, bro. Okay. I guess she, that's... She cooked. Yeah, she, she, I'm, she did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, you've done well. But when it comes to diss tracks, it is not your forte. I don't know what time you have won a diss session. And uh, you just need to not do it. I also have some news. Um, (gasps) Oh boy. Where Spencer? Spencer? I just saw it on Twitter. Spencer edition. Ben Shapiro had had a rap album. Huh? Ben Shapiro had a rap song. Bro, what is this show Ooh. turned into? This is and the show yes, and no, the there show. Is, yes, there's like a, I forgot. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, I just thought I was wondering. Yeah, the... I remember seeing that too. But uh, I, I have music news as well. Uh, oh God. Grammys are this Sunday, by the way. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Travis Kelsey will oh, yeah, not I was, be in I was just about so to get into that. We did have to, have to bring that up. 
Travis Kelsey will not be in attendance for Taylor Swift at the Grammys. Good. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, uh, well, you know, uh, let's, let's, let's pick the brain of Christian Demo here real quick okay. as well. Um, what do you think of that Lyrical Lemonade album? Didn't listen to it. Good what? intel. Good intel. Uh, uh, well, I told Sounds Logan, like David did. Well, I yeah, talked to Logan about this, David, and I said, for me, it was an okay album. I, I give it like a solid 7 out of 10. Wasn't the I best give, for I me. Give it, I give it. I give it an eight out of ten. Um, it it wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't the worst. Uh, I say if you compare it to twenty twenty three, uh, way better than twenty twenty three. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like uh, any album that came out in twenty twenty three. Uh just just most of the albums and most of the music. <laughs> All right. That's why I say about the lyrical lemonade album. <laughs> Nice. You got any thoughts I, on it, Logan? I mean, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I, I can't... I'm not going to really grade it yet because I feel like I want to listen to it again one more time um, because I, I, I think my opinions of it is still not fully there yet. Um, I thought some tracks were interesting. I thought some were kind of lackluster so far, but um, I really liked the Tizo touchdown one with... Um, I'm trying to remember who was on the feature of that. Was Tizo touchdown? No, Juicy J. Juicy J. I liked that one. Coach Ice. I, I did. It's weird because I didn't really think I'd like the Keith and Lil Yachty one, but I did like that one. That one was okay to me. It was weird. Like, I liked it. At least first listen. Um, hey, the one with Dave, though, go crazy. Yeah. The Jack Carlo and Dave, I already knew that one. That was um, a single. That was a single, so I, I knew that one previously, and uh, that one is the best one I out of the ones. <laughs> I would say my favorite one is special Lana Swaley and Amina. What did you just say? <laughs> you just sounded like you were in a... Oh, the one with uh, Amina. Amina and Sway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice, nice. Well, anything, uh, Christian? You got anything in entertainment? Anything else? Your boy has zero. Listen to the Christian show Mondays from 4 to 6 p.m. Strictly on the WXUT streaming network. He takes callers, people. He takes yes. callers. We promote our guys here. You know. Call, and up, and, call since, up and say B&B sent you. Yeah, tell them B&B sent you uh, to the Christian Show, exclusively on WXUT stream, Mondays from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a wrap here at episode 93 of the Ball Beats podcast. As we said before, you can go to ballbeatshop.com. Go get Dante Maddox Jr. and Raheem Moss. You can use their custom discount code. Which are? Some merchandise. For Dante Maddox Jr., it is... Up, all in uppercase, Dante21 for 21% off your entire order. Whoa. Or That's you can crazy. use Ricky Moss's custom discount code. Yes, Moss sir. Zero. zero, zero. Z- no, it's Moss. Oh, zero, money zero. sign, money sign. Moss, zero. Money sign, money sign. Again, that is all caps for Moss. Should have left the professional sign. For 15% off with a minimum purchase of $25. You can go follow the Instagram and TikTok at Ball and Beats. For business inquiries, email us at ballbeatspod at gmail.com. Go to the website as well, ballbeats.wordpress.com. Spencer, Contavious Caldwell Pope Gallup, finish us off tonight. Spread it all. Spread it everywhere. And go Red Wings. Red Wings.